Previously on Dice Paper Roll. A brave, strong bard set out alone. A goblin strived to knock her prone. She summoned aid with a beating drum. At the sight of Brackeye, the goblin did run. A shiny sorcerer froze him still. The Goliath burst forth with the final kill. Into the mountain the party crept, past the den where the wolves had slept. A distant thrumming caught their ear, a party delved deeper despite their fear. The path was perilous, the goblins laid traps, set one foot wrong and the mine would collapse. A group of goblins guarding cages! A group of heroes used their rages. With flame and thunder, bow and cord, words proved mightier than the sword. A fleeing goblin. Only one remains. Ah, shut up, Bernard. I won't tell you again. Fuck. Where was I? Ah, he cut his veins. Mm. Uh, if this has brought anything up for you, please get in touch with Beyond Blue. Welcome back to Dice Paper Roll. This is episode seven. My name is Emil, and I'm playing Brackeye the Goliath Barbarian. My name is Greg, and I'm playing Alan Aaron Aeon the Aesimar Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Sorcerer of Hell. Sorcerer of Hell. That's your intro. I'm going to spend five of my Sorcerer points. I believe it's pronounced. Excellent. My name is Ben and I'm playing Snatch, the Halfling Rogue. My name's Jack and I'm playing Ariti's Song, the uh, Tiefling Bard. And I'm Dan, I am the game's DM for the day. Huzzah! Huzzah. Huzzah Huzzah indeed. With the goblins now vanquished at your feet. You can see before you four cages that have humanoid figures uh, in there, imprisoned. We must free the, the prisoners. Brackeye takes the hand axe, that he, the goblin hand axe that was in his belt, and tries to smash one of the locks of the nearest cage. Yeah, awesome. Uh, roll a dex check. Uh, sorry, as... Um, Strength? Uh, no, roll an attack, sorry. Yeah, cool. Am I still raging? Doesn't matter. Possibly for one round. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. and now you're hitting something. 25. Yeah. 25. Next, right yeah, you just cut the lock straight from the uh, the first cage, the one on the far left. I open the gate. Open the door. Open the door, and inside you can see a whole uh, a motley crew of humans and uh, halflings. A couple of elves are dotted as well throughout the the cages. These ones in this cage seem like they have been there for quite some time and one of them looks to you and says, thank you. Thank you so much for freeing us. 
Be free, common people, in the name of hell. And thanks to this Goliath's strong arm, but mostly hell. Wow. Praise be to hell. Winning smile. Ding! I swing at the next lock at the next thing. Keeping the rage going on. 17. 17, yeah, you cleave the, the no, lock just off. Just go for all of them. Yeah. Just go for all of them. Uh, 11. And... Alright, so that the third lock, the first strike, you hit it and it doesn't quite cleave it. Uh, the second strike completely cuts the lock free. One more. Okay. Uh, 19. 19. And then with the fourth lock, you have now broken all the, the locks and chains on all of the cages and the doors swing freely open. There is a good, uh, like, 30 peasants that had all been crammed into these cages. Are you all from Lindborough? An older gentleman uh, walks uh, like towards you. He's got like long grey hair. He's sort of a uh, bit patchy and balding on the on the top. He says, uh, "No, I'm from another town nearby, the town of Taldorn. Our village was raided by goblins, and we have been trapped in this place for um, some time now. For the last." I don't even know, it's been maybe three weeks. They only feed us small bits of bread and water and it's hard to tell what day. Are there any more prisoners in this complex, do you know? I don't know, it's, we, there were, most of them had, had been brought to here. They had taken some of the girls through the passageway to the, uh, from that direction, it would be the other way. That the way, way that you're way. pointing. The way to, you're headed. Don't worry, we'll go that way <laughs> that you're pointing. To, <laughs> to the, the direction that that goblin had been heading out towards. <laughs> yes, that one. Go, go, be free. And and remember, Lead Helm's Helm's name. Helm has freed you. And I just want to hand over a little holy book. <laughs> one of my free samples. Great. The old <laughs> the older gentleman takes the pamphlet and looks down at it, a little bit confused. And uh, it's the perfect opportunity to learn about Helm as he frees you. The book of now go down the tunnel the way we've come. Uh, I've just got I've got a wee question uh, before you read your fancy book. Thanks, Alan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, okay. Uh, I was wondering, uh, do you, do you know of why they kept you alive? idea the goblins they kept us here they took mainly the children away but um they they keep some of us they work us as slaves foraging always under guard they made us um, chop wood and uh, mine as well within the the mines but uh the, we were just essentially kept as slaves Braco pulls out the hair clip from his nether regions and says Ever seen anyone wearing this? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, and stuff's in my days. Go, be free! You're free now, go! Run down the tunnel! Go, you little scamps! Get Great. out of here! Uh, Take your people and. Uh, no Stockholm Syndrome allowed! Out you go! Snatch, can you roll a perception check as yes. well? Yeah, I can. 18 plus 5, 23. Yeah, great. In in amongst this uh, group of people, you can see a familiar face. 
you actually see Fernan the potion maker from the town of Linborough as well. Oh. Fernan, is that you? Yes, hello. Oh my, look at you. Thank you, thank you so much. Oh, look at all of you. You're, there's so many of you. You're so brave. You're so strong. These are my companions. Uh, we're here to rescue you and put an end to all the goblins that are in here. Uh, are you all right? Fantastic. Thank you. Were you able to help? Uh, do you know what's happened to my shop? Ooh. Yeah. Well, about that, I think it's more important that you live and Did get you? out of here to tell the tale. Um, Brack, I hope what's you have fire what, what do you mean? What do you mean? It's what's wrong? Brack, I hope you have Snatch is going to roll a deception check to see if he can bullshit. Yeah, for sure. Go for it. Uh, 15. How are you trying to deceive him? <laughs> uh, your shop is as uh, amazing as it has ever been, Vernon, and your skill and potions will never be. Uh, what did you roll? Natural 20. <laughs> Good halfling, we, sir. You do not try to cushion the blow with your kind words. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Quiet, for, child man. For child man, it is only the truth that can set ye free. So saith hell. So Good what is potion that? What? maker. I am sorry to tell you, but your potion shop and all the town of Lindborough has burnt to the ground as a result of these goblins. Where shall we go? But fear ye not, like an I saved two of your valuable potions for you from the rubble of your shop. Here, these two, and also the other two that I gave to the short man who he will presently give to you also. You can take these potions and start your fortune anew. I saved them for you. Snatch looks guilty and <laughs> pulls the poison things. I was right. I suppose Helm's got a point. Gentlemen, you are so brave. You are so kind. That is very generous. But I have a feeling that you may be of need. And for my life, please take them. Take them. You you deserve them. Well, thank I, you, I, Potion I Baker. And uh, you should travel, as per your previous question, you should travel to the town of the city... Greymead. Of Braymead. Close enough. Yes. They'll know what it means. Gayswede. We, 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 yes. <laughs> travel to the sauna of Gayswede. <laughs> A town. You, you, mean, you mean the city of Greymead? Yes, Greymead. Lamey. Okay, I think I know what you're saying. But yes. I think I, I, yes. Okay, we need to go Words. to Lamey. Okay, excellent. And don't forget that book. Oh, I, you didn't get one. Here you go. Here's a pamphlet. Thank you very much. Thank you. I love books. Thank yes. you very much. Yes. I, I can put Maybe this towards my collection. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> we shall start heading out towards Greymead. And uh, Bruval turns to the to the prisoners and says, uh, "Yes, you should also be very careful as you leave, because there are traps. In fact, if you head out this tunnel that we just came through, there is a pole 
holding up the wall. So watch that. And then there's also a big pit. So, you know, maybe watch well, that as well. Also, if you do decide to go I, another way, I did just make quite a racket. Yeah. And um, it might be a little bit less stable than it was when we last passed. You might want to pick up any weapons, you see. Good luck. But basically, right. run, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get out because we'll save the children. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, with those words, uh, the most of the the uh, people who are still in kind of fighting condition, most of the people that are still from the uh, the village of Linborough, the other people uh, within this group are a bit sickly and that sort of thing. They haven't got as much strength. So the ones that are from Linborough, the most recent ones, go and they ransack the corpses of the goblins and the goblin boss and they grab some weapons and that sort of thing and they start heading out the tunnel uh, with the instructions of Bruvel to be mindful and start heading off in the direction that you came. So, there is either side of you, um, so from the direction that you're facing now, left path is another path that has footprints leading off in that way. The right path is where the Goblin was trying to run to And where the prisoners said they saw people going. And well. that is where they said that We should go down that way. Let's go. Bruvel, your shirt is red. You go first. Yes. <laughs> Bruvel guards our back. He's a trusty companion. I'll get the front. Second. Third. I, I guess that'll use fourth. Well, you can go third if you want. You know, so I mean, Snatch stealths off Pass. in uh, 15, <laughs> 20 feet in front. <laughs> 15, 20 feet in front? Yep. Yeah, great. Uh, you're doing an investigation, I'm assuming? Uh, stealth for start, 19. And investigation. <laughs> which is a 1, which I'll re-roll because I'm lucky. Whoa! Which turns into a 19, which Ding. turns into a 20. Awesome. So you... Pretty good. You stealthily, uh, you start creeping up towards the edge of the the tunnel and you start poking your head around and you can see that there is nothing ahead. Um, you look to the ground and you start searching, keeping your eye open for any traps and then you actually notice off to your left-hand side the wall of the tunnel, there's a hole that has kind of collapsed inwards away from the path. Can you roll a perception check? <laughs> Another one. I'm lucky. Super lucky. Whoa. <laughs> 23. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I know. A little bit OP, whatever. Yeah, it should um, be every long rest, but it ain't. Just as well, because you can see in this hole a small blue flower in the shape of a teardrop. Oh, <gasps> the blue tears. Very handy. I'm going to take advantage of that moment, and I'm going to grab it. And the DM says that you have advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to make the most of that opportunity, and I'm going to kneel down and take great care to uh, pick it out and take it, wrap it in a cloth or put it in a bag or something. So you you tuck it in my hair. Reach down, and you grab onto it, and then you quickly, uh, like... Pop it into some cloth or into a bag? Or? Well, yes, into uh, the top of my rucksack. 
you just pop it into the top of your yeah, rucksack. Yeah, a bit of cloth on the top of the rucksack. Great. <laughs> Hopefully that will do. <laughs> so does anyone here know how to transport flowers? Uh, well, I wouldn't do it that way if I could be honest. Well, that's how we're doing it because I think that that's uh, the easiest. Uh, well, if you've got any... You could grow it out of my lichen. Have you got any vessels of, of any description? What, any, like a tube or something? Yeah, no. just tubes or... Uh, no, do you? Does anyone else? Does anyone else? No. Um, I, I, I do have an ink. Black, black guy is bored by but 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 no. Botany. Botany. Black guy not very smart. Black guy is bored by botany. I'm gonna run. This is happening. Can you roll a Constitution save, please, Snatch? Damn it. Oh. I can indeed, and that's a four. No, ain't no luck gonna save me there. Where am I? One would have been better. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so you take five points of poisoning damage. It's not the flower I'm even looking for, is it? Five points of poison damage? Yeah, so uh, you start to feel your fingertips, the ones that, uh, the fingers uh, from the hand that you had grasped the flower with and then stuffed into your rucksack with, yeah. they start to burn and you can feel the tips of your fingers start to go numb. Much like... <laughs> no! No, now that I think about it, does that even look like the blue tears? <laughs> no, it was the blue okay. tears. <laughs> Alright, it's just my fingers are going numb. Yeah. I'll resist the temptation to lick them. And, uh, <laughs> I'll keep my mind on the task at hand, which is thinking about what's ahead down that hallway. Yeah. Oh no, guys, my hand's gone numb. <laughs> I still need about three minutes. Time to play, clumsy stranger! <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, so you start. Uh, it's not gay if you don't feel it. Is that going to be the title of this episode? The clumsy stranger. Playing a pair of maracas. So you start hallucinating, and you see the other two just start a. Playing the Moroccan Yeah, my mind goes to some weird places, but I try to keep my mind on the dark <laughs> cool That, that doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> you start leading the rest of the party down this corridor, and you can start to see it stops being so much of like a mine shaft and becomes a bit more kind of natural rock and a bit more rough hewn. And as you round the corner, uh, turning to the right, sitting in the centre of the path is a human skull that has uh, a candle affixed to the top of its head and you can see that a whole bunch of dried blood has been like essentially like poured into the eye sockets and then have poured down the front of the face. Ooh, oh, fucking gross. My oh, celestial fresh. testicles are tingling. Yeah, no wonder. Have a look at this. Your celesticals. My celesticals. <laughs> this is getting to me. Do you do you sense it too? Getting better. Uh, oh, Ricky's. I don't know. I um, thought you might sense it in sorry, a different way. I, I need to. Um, no. Do, do I not? No. The blood's freaking me out. What, what are you trying to get? Is it a fresh uh, skull? Or is there something like, evil? It's, there's no flesh oh, on it. There's, you there's being no... hard evil, thought you might have, you know, hard nipples or whatever. There's, there's no uh, 
fresh. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> Getting aroused. Evil's around. <laughs> There's no fresh, uh, like, flesh or anything attached to the uh, skull, so it's like it's an old skull. And can everyone roll perception checks for me, please? 14, 6, 22, uh, 12. 12. Alright, sweet. So as you look at this skull, you can feel that same thrumming that has been reverberating throughout this whole sort of cavern kicks in another notch and you can feel it deeper within your chest. And as you look down the path, you can see skulls that are placed at even intervals on either side of this pathway or with candles affixed to the top of their heads and you can see um, all different kind of patterns of blood smeared across the face, some with just like big handprints just straight across the front, more with uh, as if the blood was pouring from their eyes, from their mouths. Um, but it is clear that these have been like painted on. It's not that this is from the actual killing of these people Oi, or whatever. child man, look for traps. Can I clarify, is it a, a cavern in front of us? Like a, a no, 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 it's a, it's a, a corridor. Yeah, it's a, a corridor. Hallway. And so in the centre... Just your very standard burning skull corridor. Yeah, Three yeah, doors on the left, three yeah, doors on so the right. You've, you've rounded a corner to the right and in the centre of the pathway was the first skull. Yeah. And then all the way... Down this corridor. pathway, yeah. there is um, skulls on either side okay. that are lighting the the room with all candles along either side. So it's fairly well lit, and you can hear the thrumming, and you can actually start to hear. Booyak, 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 booyak. Yeah, the burning heads booyak. and candles are a bonus. You have to provide the candles, obviously. <laughs> but, uh... I'm gonna check the traps. Nice. Uh, Yeah, you start creeping along slowly and you find no traps. So I motion over my shoulder as I creep forwards looking towards the tunnel in front of us uh, and um, pull out my crossbow, load another bolt and I just kind of look back at my companions and see them standing there behind me and motion over my shoulder like come this way and I sort of put my finger up to my mouth as well come on motion follow me alright could everyone please roll stealth checks yes I can roll it can't nail it though 5 18 18 uh, 14 sweet so although um Brackeye is sort of uh, making a little bit of noise. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting into the noise, getting into the rhythm of it. Um, (laughs) Ricky's just like tapping the drum, like. Um, But yeah, the um, Alan and Snatch sort of uh, bring everyone into into order and just bring everyone to a quiet. Um, Bruvel walks along amongst you, um, seeming more and more desperate and a little bit frightened at the sight of all these skulls and knowing that Emily wasn't amongst the prisoners that you have just freed. So you sneak along the pathway with each candle and each skull that passes you and as 
the corridor moves back around gently sloping towards the left and slightly leaning on a like a downward incline downward incline thank you very much and decline, <laughs> decline. <laughs> um, you can see the corridor opens up into like a natural chamber the the walls that you had been walking amongst are no longer like mine shaft these are freshly carved caverns that then open up into this large antechamber. It's hundreds and hundreds of feet high. In fact, you can see a massive crack throughout the whole mountain, which then up at the very top of it, you can see the sun. Through the roof, the crack in the roof. Through the, yeah, so there's, it's an open air, but it's still tight. It just starts off from a small slither that then opens up wider and you can just see the sun starting to move across and get into like noon. Brokar scans the antechamber to see if there's anyone else sharing the cavernous space with them. It's a 14 on the dice and plus three is 17. Yeah, awesome. You can definitely see some shit. So in this cavern you can see there is one larger almost human-sized creature with ruddy skin very similar to what looks like the other goblins. You can tell that this is a hobgoblin. Um, It has like a large uh, sort of uh, red snout and ruddy red fur all clad in black armour and a black cloak. Uh, You can see four other goblins at the four corners around this uh, figure Um, and they are rifling through the disemboweled corpses and decapitated corpses of four young children Um, like just sort of looking through doing like sort of fucked up pagan ritualistic sort of stuff there is also five skulls with the eyes with the blood pouring from them, centred at different intervals around the um, centre figure. And at this centre figure, there is an altar, and you can see along the left-hand side from where you are, you can see three young girls. Brakai, you recognise one of them to be Amelia, and you can also see Emily and then another unknown girl. And amongst all of this, you can also see, you can see rats scurrying around the outsides. Uh, You can see another 10 goblins sitting and kneeling and they are the ones that are carrying the chant of Booyah, 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 Booyah. Rakai surveys the scene, sees the goblins desecrating the remains of the children, sees the girls, including the ones he knew from the town, breathes in, grits his teeth, looks back at the party, and starts his rage as he charges in towards the goblin. Time's up, let's do this. Leroy (laughs) Jenkins! Fuck! Snatch is not happy. Wait! Rage, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, Brackeye Co's charging him. Where are you charging towards? Towards the one with the cloak on. Looks like the leader. 
Yeah, and so you start charging in, and can you please roll? Pause. <laughs> uh, fuck me. I'm in my spell list now. This guy's the kids. are rifling their intro. Fair enough. Rage, bro. Surprise. You it. I should have. Can I act? Can I just, like, from now on, just whenever I brack on roots, I'm just going to follow him. <laughs> just going to get in there. Um, I'm not, what am I looking for? I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. I haven't taken any damage yet. So. Yeah. I've right. taken minimal damage. Zero. Zero. Not, not one point. Blessed by hell. <laughs> Didn't even sit right. <clears throat> Blessed so are the faithful. Pubic hair. And yo, the meek shot in health there. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Did he say the Greeks were going to know the earth? <laughs> Shut up, big nose. Not too many bunch of fighting quotes. Okay, not too many bunch of fighting quotes. You're in an now I am. Okay, and unpause. Great. Uh, can you roll a wisdom saving throw? Ooh, that was a bad choice. Spell, I suppose. Uh, your danger sense only goes with so dexterity saving throws. So it's a wisdom saving throw. Eleven. So suck a fart. Eleven. You scream and you come charging in as this uh, figure hears your call and looks up and outstretches one hand towards you and you feel yourself stop in place. Is that the Hobgoblin that does that? Yeah, that was the the Hobgoblin um, at the very centre and you are completely frozen in place. Unable to move. You yes. cannot freeze justice. Justice, justice freezes you. <laughs> Deep the guitar and the synths. <laughs> um. Shit. Uh. Justice freezes you. <laughs> is there a little rocky outcropping, like in between? Like, how far away is the hobgoblin to? Brackeye, and then Brackeye from the rest of us behind him. Yeah, right. Uh, so the Hobgoblin is probably, he's about uh, 70 feet ahead. And then Brackeye has now tried to charge in. He's about another 20 feet ahead of you. He hasn't been able to use his full movement speed. Um, so he's about another 20 feet. And yeah, so everyone is pretty much congregated at about uh, 70 feet. Perfect. I will move... 20 feet forward and use my ray of frost to freeze him, my catchphrase, if I can. Ice cold. Awesome. Is there any kind of save or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I'll roll to hit. 11. 11. Justice freezes you! Unfortunately, does not hit. Oh. Justice makes you slightly chill! Uh, Justice air conditioning. <laughs> You uh, stride forth and uh, release the icicles from your palm towards the hobgoblin. And with his one hand outstretched, his other hand is raised up and deflects it and absorbs the power into his uh, braces. 
not the suspender braces, but <laughs> braces. <laughs> um, braces. And stops your spell in place. No effect. Snatch rushes forward and hides behind his big barbarian friend as the cunning action. That's a one, which I'll do as lucky. Oh, and a seven. Uh, so it's a 15 for stealth. Bullshit. Oh, <laughs> I did the pinch, baby. Yeah, it is. I'll tell you what. Uh, what was your... Snatch rushes, rushes forward and hides behind his big Goliath friend uh, with only a 15 stealth with the crossbow aiming to protect any creatures that come towards him. Sweet, I, yeah. I try to hide. Yeah, you try to hide, know, but you just 15. ran... Yeah, you ran just straight through open area to a lone figure standing in the middle. You were, you were hidden, like he'd be able to absorb any hits, but you just ran through like... Well, I'm going, I'm, you know, I'm going to make sure I've got his back. Yeah, sweet. That's right, what I'm I do. What happens? Um, <laughs> That's you, Tim. Like, are the are still chanting at this point? Yeah, the, the chant hasn't stopped at this point, so... Although all of you guys start rushing in, you rush down uh, towards, uh, sorry, Snatch, you rush down towards Brackeye and, like, slide the last few feet right up behind him and just, like, duck behind his leg, um, trying to take cover, pulling out your crossbow and starting to try and take aim. Alan, you've tried firing your uh, ray of frost to absolutely no effect. All the whilst there is this chant of booyah, booyah, booyah. And the hobgoblin just starts to walk off, not even paying any mind to you. And starts walking towards the three young girls. He puts his hand, uh, like, starts scanning his hand across all of the girls and starts to land on Amelia and then at the last second turns to Emily and places his hand on her face, grasping her head and starts dragging her back towards the centre, towards the altar. What did you want to do? Ruval, no! So, uh, yeah, you can, uh, yeah, fire, fire an attack roll. Oh, it's not bad. Uh, 25. 25, yeah, that hits. Nine points of damage. Sorry, I'm gonna roll a concentration check. Um, yeah, so as he starts dragging Emily towards the center altar, your crossbow bolt plunges into his uh, left shoulder and he just uh, kind of is uh, shaken for a moment, looks back at you and just continues dragging her towards the center. Um, he, uh, once he's at the altar, he takes his hand away and you can see a large blood red smear handprint on her face. As and, and I want to like, I start beating my drum. I'm like, very, like, if I could rage, I would rage. And I'm just like, fuck you! And then, um, and I want to viciously mock this hobgoblin. Um, awesome. We did rest, right? Yeah. Okay, right. We've used so, one, so... Okay. 15... Oh, I don't know what to do. 
He has to roll, so... Yeah, what, what's your so spell, DC? 13. 13? Yeah, no, I rolled a natural 14, and then... Yeah, so I'm good. Sorry, buddy. But what did you say? <laughs> um, I'm like... Why don't you hob over somewhere else? Pick on someone your own hobbing size! <laughs> you hob knob. You hob bubbling! Don't put that in your top five, bro. You type five. You type five. The hobgoblin uh, just chuckles to himself and just keeps <laughs> on marching along. Um, and so at this point, Bruvel, uh, seeing that uh, it is Emily that has been dragged to the centre, to the altar, comes charging in and he dashes and he bolts straight for the centre to try and save his uh, daughter and makes it all the way to the altar and he does an action surge and he's gonna... Because uh, second level fighter, fuck yeah. Uh, he's gonna... Roll to attack. Uh, rolling a natural nine. That's not going to do any good. Um, and he brings his own greatsword up and starts carving it down towards the hobgoblin. And as he does this, the hobgoblin smiles at him and goes, More god, And slits Emily's throat. Oh! Oh! right in front of Bruvel as the blade starts to like come down uh, seeing this he turns his blade and is just left in shock Helm's gonna be pissed Um, is it possible is it possible to try and would I know could I I feel like my reaction would be to try and do healing word on the girl Mm -hmm. but I don't know I'm gonna try it. Um, 60 feet away. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Go. I must ex- succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have. Oh, sorry, I'm really dumb. That's my brain. I try and kill the dead. <laughs> I killed um, the child with uh, my vicious mockery. Viciously so D4 the plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay. What's your spellcasting ability? Charisma? Um, As a bite? Um, so a D4 plus three. Is that right? Yep. Great. Uh, so... After the um, throat has been slit, you see like blood pour out onto the um, onto the altar. And as that happens, you start to quickly do a, a, a song and start to chant your own little uh, uh, rhythmic chant, which then you can start to see the, the uh, seam of her throat start to knit close um, and starts to heal. And then the hobgoblin, seeing this, uh, slits her throat again. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse. Oh, she gets to go through it twice. Her <laughs> <laughs> dad has to watch her die in front of his eyes twice. Twice. And the first time, then sees her, the life returning to her. I wish I had pulled that again. attack. Because if I had pulled that attack, he might not have right. been able to the do second it. time. So now it's actually on him. It's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the blood that has poured onto the uh, 
onto the altar, um, you can now see that the five skulls that were situated around the uh, ritual area, the eye sockets burst with flame and start to erupt from their eyes. They somewhat like start to shake and quiver on the floor and you can start to see uh, small areas of dust and dirt start to uh, fall from the higher areas of the cavern and the ground shakes beneath you as you see this blackened energy above the altar start to tear open rising up from the like from the top of the altar to another like 10 feet above and you see these uh, black tendrils of arcane energy uh, fire out from this tearing within reality in front of you and you can see it burst forth into the walls and you see this one black arcane energy pulse forth and burst into um, Bruvel's chest and you see him and his uh, head falls backwards and he does, uh, like, his mouth screams open, although no sound is emitted. He just silently screams as his eyes roll back and then he looks back towards the hobgoblin and into this black, roiling energy and you can sort of see this... You can see him having this uh, interaction with the hobgoblin silently and you then start to see horns emit from his forehead and you start to see blood pour from the gaping wounds as these uh, bony protrusions start piercing through his skin and you can see his skin starts to take on more of a ruddy texture and his nails grow long as these black leathery wings burst forth from his back and his teeth crying out silently you see them sharpen and he turns and he looks at you Brackeye and he says you did this if you had not saved that bitch my daughter would be alive you brought this on and now I will find you. I will seek you to the ends of eternity. And I will kill you. Brackeye's frozen in place from the spell of the hobgoblin when a single tear rolls down his cheek. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> <laughs> As your single tear rolls down your cheek, the cavern starts to darken as you see above the noonday sun being eclipsed by the moon and the rest of the cavern turning completely dark other than these flaming eyes from the skulls. And the hobgoblin takes grasp of Bruvel's shoulder and leads him back into the portal and says, This. And goes through the portal and takes Bruvel with him. And the goblins start marching single file all through the portal. 
and then you see the light start to come back as the moon stops eclipsing the sun and the black roiling energy shakes and fizzes and dissipates. That was episode 7 <laughs> of Dice Paper Roll. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And a brand new DM. Brand new DM. Benny will be taking yeah, questions. Yeah. Fresh, fresh, new fresh new DM. Fresh new DM. Fresh new DM. Boom. <laughs> we I look forward to it. into the chair. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome work, Danny. Great work. Starting Danny. DMing with the first few games of our podcast. Big call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huge. Well. Absolutely. Talk about starting off the right foot. Which is the left foot for Bracco. Yeah, it's yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all about the intention. That's right. Oh, uh, man, that's uh, so cool. Well, thank you, listeners. Thank you. First time DMing ever. Yep. Awesome. Pretty solid. Yeah. Awesome introduction. Thanks, guys. Thanks uh, for, like, throwing me in the deep end. Hey, hashtag <laughs> 20 levels. Those hashtag of you who would like to see Dan levels. do the entire campaign. Just hashtag 20 levels. Hashtag 20 levels. You know, I hear they're renaming DM to be calling it Dan M now. Wait, 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 before you press stop. We'd just like to say a really quick thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate us, and leave us a comment on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you have any comments or questions, feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can email info at dicepaperroll.com, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can visit our website at dicepaperroll.com. Music for this episode is done by Emil. Production by Ben. Artwork by Jack. You'll find additional artwork for each episode on our website. And if you like Jack's work, be sure to check out more of it on Instagram at jkcrosbyfun. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast and to help us make it better, you can do so through Patreon. So, if you're feeling generous and you have a dollar or two to spare, just head to patreon.com forward slash dicepaperroll.